through traffic at a 524 mark. Michael Pinder, Graham Edge, Justin Hayward, John Lodge, and Ray Thomas, who I understand are coming back sometime after the first of the year. Moody Blues, it's 87. I've KNOW, with more summer fun than anyone. For Tommy Kramer going Italian tonight and offering you a deal you can't refuse. Tonight, in the world's greatest contest, this is John Denver. When it comes to news, Oklahoma City comes to KMA 2020 News. Just thought I'd kick that off. Welcome to episode number four of Radio What Happened. Jim, it's been a little bit of a whirlwind the last couple of weeks. Sure has. The response has been overwhelming, and we're getting listeners from all over the world, literally all over the world. Yeah, and we pre-record this, as people in the biz know, uh, just to fit our schedules and to be able to edit and do things that we need. But as of this recording, you know, we had reached three different countries. Mm-hmm and probably 15 different states, and had nearly 100 downloads. That's pretty darn good. And that's within a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. So our goal of 500 listens or downloads in the first 90 days is certainly attainable. We just need people to continue to uh, follow the podcast, um, share with their friends as they uh, they want, because uh, we're getting a lot of response from people. It's really kind of cool. Yeah, we're getting responses with shared programs on LinkedIn, um, Facebook, all over Facebook. So plenty of plenty of support, and we sure do appreciate that. And our support and promotion on social media is is uh, is kind of crazy. I made the uh, uh, not mistake, but uh, I made the uh, point of asking someone about call letters and wasn't that in a certain location it elicited about 20 responses Mm -hmm. no that was this station owned by this guy no that guy didn't own it he managed it but the owner was in san antonio um they were in the penthouse we were in the mall um once you get people talking about old radio stations and call letters it's really really interesting yeah you know my father-in-law was a printer and they talked about printer's ink in your blood you know same with radio you have that same kind of passion it uh you know, it just fills up a void, I guess, maybe in your life that you never really want to give up. We've had response and, and uh, communication with several people that we're going to be linking on our website, whathappentoradio.com. Uh, one of the uh, people is Ron Chase, who's the editor-in-chief of Radio Online. Um, a really cool website for people currently in the business. Uh, another one is a big uh, DJ personality in Dallas. Uh, Jody Dean, Chuck Ingersoll, the Texas Radio Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Right. So people can go to our website, which we're in the constant process of upgrading and improving, but they can go to our website and they can link on to, to those too. Right. And those are some great websites for air checks and whatnot. One of the things that we want to do, and hopefully you'll uh, indulge us, is to uh, not only play air checks, but do interviews. Mm-hmm. And one of the interviews that we're going to do, and this is basically because um, of personal contact, I have three uh, gentlemen that we're going to interview that did a a morning show Mm -hmm. back in a medium market, Abilene, Texas, back in the mid to late 90s, um, um, 80s, I'm sorry, mid to late 80s. 
and the numbers were astronomical. Oh, gosh, yeah. And 20s, 30s, 40s? It, it, I was thinking about this uh, driving yesterday. I was thinking about that. Yeah, 30s or 40s. At one time, their morning show had a, a over 40 share. Uh, and this is a market of a dozen stations. I mean, it's not like, um, you know, it had three stations uh, and everybody shared the audience. This was a station, a market where most of the stations, if you did well, now you might have a 10 to a 15 share, maybe if you did well, they had a 40 something, mm -hmm. but, uh, these guys are from, uh, had a show in Abilene, Texas, again, in the mid eighties, Jim McCurdy, Dean Taylor, and David Bacon. We'll see how, uh. Uh, yeah, there's no telling what the next few minutes are going to be like, but here, Strap yourself in. <laughs> but before we get started, let's hear from one of our sponsors. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Shifty Ed's Homebody Checks for people who never go anywhere, but still want the protection of travelers checks. Remember that Shifty Ed's Homebody Checks don't stay home without them. Here's our uh, interview with those three guys. Okay, we are talking with three gentlemen that I had the pleasure to work with back about 30 years ago uh, at a radio station here in Abilene, Texas. Um, and the three uh, gentlemen are Dean Taylor, Jim McCurdy, and David Bacon. But Dean, take us back to the first of the morning show and tell me how all this got started. This was, what, 84 or so? And I was doing the morning show by myself. Keith and Jim, the owners of the station, came to me and said, look, we're, we're looking at hooking up with this uh, consulting group called Fair West. And these were the guys that had put KVIL in Dallas and made it such a huge success. They suggested that the morning show for the radio station was everything. So they suggested that we find uh, a couple of well-known personalities in the market uh, from usually from TV stations and, you know, put together a, a multi-person morning show. And we were just lucky in that the three of us had the same demented sense of humor that we... <laughs> that we melded pretty quickly and the show just, just took off. I have a lot of tidbits to share with folks this morning mm -hmm. from uh, uh, shows gone by in the past years. We celebrate our first anniversary this week here in the morning show. And uh, you remember the morning we had the world's happiest man oh, in the studio? Yeah, yeah, uh, how can you forget? It was, uh, well, we left the show with a smile on our face and here's why. I understand we've got the world's happiest man, so we might, uh, well, I think he's is he out right in the hall there. Oh, okay. and, uh, get it there. Jim, why don't you get that door okay. for him and uh, go ahead and bring him in. This guy will brighten your day. Hi, world's happiest man. Oh, well. They all happy day. Him or somebody to talk some trash with. I certainly pre I appreciate you. talking to you and then Dean and David and I uh, together about, you know, the possibility of doing this. And the first thing that you said that kind of got my attention and I said, I'm going to have to think about that was you got to get up like at four o'clock in the morning <laughs> and, and you have to go down and be happy and have this witty repartee with these, uh, other, these other people. And I thought, uh, 
I don't know. I don't know if I can do that or not. And it is 12 minutes before 8 o'clock with the morning team on KORQ celebrating our one-year anniversary this week. And we, of course, thank you for your support in the past year and putting up with our nonsense. <laughs> Which, of, uh, which we were about to uh, show you an example of. Here we're remembering some, some of the, I guess, brighter moments here on the morning show. In fact, we've got one coming up here. Remember when Dr. Bob Hunter dropped by? Yes, I do. Uh, the Came by to talk about the ACU lectureship yeah. series. That was in February. February. Back was in February. And uh, the man's talents we, we did not know about That's until right. he came in and surprised us as such. The Q100 uh, orchestra is tuned up and ready yeah. to go. Nice uh, sketch, Ferguson back there is ready to go. Hit it, boys! We were surprised. Of course, he'll be on Friday morning to come dance on our face. Definitely. The everyday low price, not just three. We weren't thinking it would last more than maybe six months, maybe a year, but probably not a year. Well, you know, uh, lo and behold, it uh, it caught on. Uh, you remember earlier this year when uh, Willie Nelson was in town? I sure do. And, uh, and, uh, Civic Center. And we made an amazing uh, music discovery, uh, the Q100 roving mic there for a duet that nobody was anticipating that night at the Taylor County Coliseum. And it was not Julio Iglesias, as you may have thought. It's, well, remember with us. same sort of diminished sense of humor and we could just take off and Tim's brother of course Dan was formerly Charlie Brown and Charlie and Harrigan the legendary KLIF morning team and he gave us access to their uh, sound effects library well that combined with him being able to do voices and Dean being able to do voices and I was always sort of the straight man in the whole thing but moment now, yeah, okay. Okay. Buddy Rogers is going to be making a special flight into Abilene just for the morning show right That's correct but I, what's he's supposed to arrive tomorrow but because he wanted to be on the morning show here on Q100 and the weather's been good out west He's flying in from Beverly Hills, and oh, there he comes now. There he is. Hey, that's a flying old sock with camel. That's there. right. He'll fly in the movie. Uh-oh. Sounds like he's having a little engine trouble there. He's keeping the wings pretty level, and he's going to land. Oh, he's heading toward the railroad tracks over on First Street. Hey, he's going to land on the railroad tracks, guys. That's fantastic. That is precision flying. Look at that. He's, he's circling there, circling, making his approach. Lining up at the tracks there. Buddy is 80 years old. This guy. This is great. Still has it, folks. He, he did his own fight scenes in the movie Wien. This was just about to touch down there. Oh, yeah, that's to get over there and get his Look at that. He's right, right on the road. Really right. amazing. Great. Except there's one minor problem what there. Oh, no! Oh, well, that was a great morning. You might have called that a training flight for him, I guess. Oh. Right. 
we actually probably more fun in the studio with the microphones off amongst ourselves than we ever actually had on air. After all the good stuff we couldn't air, you know. That's right. <laughs> we had to keep that to ourselves. Again, you you managed that radio station at that time. How you manage those people, you'll have to write a book on that. Uh, yeah, I don't think that, that we never see any management do that. Yeah. And, and, and one of the things that I really remember, of course, those guys are incredible. Everybody in town loved them. But I remember one time when you all did something special over the holidays. I think one time you did a radio play for the Christmas Carol, too. Oh, know? absolutely. Yeah. And then you ran commercials in it for Rolex, Mercedes-Benz, <laughs> and I was sitting at the competition, you know, going, how the heck did he get those accounts? Rolex, Mercedes-Benz, and it was just... I'll tell you a little story about that, and another guy I've been talking to, you know, the one good thing about this podcast is we've reconnected with some people, and there's yeah. a gentleman by the name of Joe Joffrey in uh, Amarillo, and he was our uh, market program director, or our regional program director, and he worked with George and Reg Johns, who were consultants for KVIL in Dallas, for, mm. and, and a lot of that came from them, and they said, it's all image. Here, run these commercials for free. Because not only is it going to drive your competitors crazy, but it's going to make you sound like, wow, how classy is that? They're running a, a Rolex or a Mercedes or whatever the commercial was. Yeah, it sure got my, sure got my yeah, well, attention. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I didn't know that, but I always <laughs> hoped it did. I hoped it just rubbed everybody wrong. Uh, that was my competition. Uh, air checks. We've had a lot of comments on air checks. And this week, we go to a competitor to last week's air check. Right. Yeah. As I said then, you know, I, I never really listened to WCFL because I think it was like 98 on the dial and it couldn't get, it didn't have the distance, it didn't have the horsepower that, that its competition did. So, but it would be neck and neck with them in the ratings in Chicago. The big station, WLS, we alluded to that, I think, last week, world's largest store is in the Sears building downtown Chicago. And uh, gosh, one of the best disc jockeys I've ever heard. Certainly somebody who is more influential on Top 40 Radio than than you can imagine is John Records Landecker. And do you have something queued up for Mr. Landecker? I do. And uh, I'm hoping uh, in this he will have, you will hear the two famous words that John Records Landecker used to say every night. And that was boogie check. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> they did boogie check. Uh -huh. Boogie check. So let's listen uh, briefly to WLS and Chicago. <laughs> John Ricketts, Land Decker at 832. You may not believe this, but right here and in this radio station, we have 1,000 giant three-foot Wrigley Spearman inflatable gum packages, and we have to give them away because we don't want them. They are the kind that you see on TV. Pick up this week's WLS Music Radio Survey at your local record store. If you have a tough day every day, maybe what you really need is a relaxing lunch. Tomorrow, take a lunch break at the Pizza Hut. Settle back with a delicious pizza or sandwich and salad and beverage. Make yourself at home for lunch at your local Pizza Hut. If you call ahead, they'll have your pizza ready and waiting for you. At Pizza Hut. WLS Music Radio regrets to announce that we have no more fashionable streak suits. However, we have thousands and thousands of WLS Music Radio streak stickers that only the very chic streakers wear. 
If you would like your own WLS Music Radio Streak sticker, simply take out a naked envelope, address it to yourself, lick on a stamp, then put it in another envelope and send it to Streak Sticker, WLS Chicago, 60601. Streak Sticker, WLS Chicago, 60601. And while you're waiting for it to arrive, think of where you're going to put it. You're so sorry. WLS News in San Francisco, Stephen Weed, 19-year-old Patty Hearst's fiancé, held a news conference today to assure Patty he hasn't forgotten about her. WLS Temperature 34, this is Jeffrey Hendricks. Music Radio WLS Chicago. personalities, the big-time stars who cohabitate this radio station. Now, uh, we'll be at the uh, corner of Michigan and Wacker, Thursday morning selling shamrocks against muscular dystrophy. Thursday morning, Michigan and Wacker, we are going to raise funds, as it were, and if we get over $500, uh, Bob Surratt says he will streak the Michigan Avenue Bridge at 1215 Thursday. <laughs> Many people are in for it. Severe disappointment. Gangway for the Chicago Boat and Sports Show at McCormick Place, March 8th through 17th. Like we said, I think in episode one, I was one. I'm sure you were. Many of the people that listen to this podcast were. But, you know, we would have that 
six or eight transistor radio under the sheets at night, listening to those long distance stations, those voices from out of town that came in and really, really, really were so entertaining and, and just touched us so, so I do deeply. a lot of driving, Jim, and so I listened to a lot of audio, um, you know, either podcasts or radio. And sometimes I'd listen to uh, AM radio, especially if it's at night, just to kind of get that emotional tie to the AM dial. Mm -hmm. And if you listened to AM radio in the past, you know what I'm talking about. There was just a, 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 the tuning effect of turning that dial and mm -hmm. catching a station. You know, and then right. tune in on down the dial. Most radios now, you can't do that. But it was kind of interesting to listen to. Um, yeah, WLS reminds me of AM radio. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, to me, it's just driving down the road at night listening to AM radio. Yep. We have done a lot of things in the last uh, couple of weeks, and I want to give you a little bit of an update on where you can reach our show. But we are now available on iTunes. We are available on Spotify. We're available on iHeartRadio, we're available on Stitcher, and Buzzsprout, and soon to be on TuneIn. In mm. fact, by the time this airs, it could be on TuneIn. So any of those, and so we invite you to download it, listen to it, hopefully it's in your weekly listen schedule, uh, and share it as well. Plus our website, plus our email address. Radio what happened at gmail.com. We would love any emails with suggestions, uh, comments, copies of air checks. Remember, we're not forgetting the small and medium markets. We would like to hear some small and medium market air checks. Absolutely. You know, it's great to hear the big boys from L.A. and Chicago and, and Dallas and, and whatnot. But, boy, there's some great radio being done in Abilene, Texas, as we heard earlier in this podcast, all over the place. So if you've got an air check and if you don't mind sharing it, uh, just send it to us and we'd be more than happy to put it on the podcast, maybe even link it to our uh, to our website as well. You know, we shouldn't uh, ask anybody to do what we're not willing to do ourselves. So you might have an air check of yourself when yeah, you I've started. Got, yeah, I've, well, when I started, you know, my dad bought me a little two-reel tape recorder, <laughs> and I can't play it anymore. But but I've got some, yeah, I started when I was 14, so I do actually have some old, old air checks. But, uh, but yeah, I've got some stuff when I was a DJ out in, in Los Angeles that we could, uh, we could play if you want to. I've got some from uh, Amarillo. Mm. Um, radio station and this was uh, uh, difficult worth a conversation what letters are easy to say and what letters are not easy to say you know kvil just runs right off the tongue mm -hmm. my first station was k i x z well, k and i mm -hmm. are tough to say mm -hmm. they really are that's a good station what was it 90 940 940 on the dial yeah, yeah. 940 top 40 top 40 good station and this amarillo is, texas amarillo and this is another uh, whole segment uh what's the story of your first hire well i've got a story on my first hire we'll save for later but it's mm -hmm. uh it just kind of epitomizes uh the world of radio back in the I mean, mid somebody 70s. you hired or no somebody? no the first job I ever got. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting, mm -hmm. interesting story. Um, gives you a, a look into the radio business yeah. back in the mid-70s. Mid well, let's do that next week. I've got one that I can share, too. It involves a Sunday school class and a disc jockey in a hot control room sitting in his underwear. So it paints a picture. 
Yeah. I'm almost speechless. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard to believe. But. Our podcast is called Radio What Happened, and this is episode number four. And if you have not listened to one, two, and three, you can go back and uh, listen to those in the archive. They're listed. They're listed on our website. Um, you can also get them on those uh, uh, outlets that we just mentioned. I believe they archive those as well. So we're number four, headed to who knows where, but we want... 500 listens in the first 90 days, and we're 20% there in the first uh, couple of weeks. So and again, thank you, Dean Taylor, David Bacon, and my buddy, Jim McCurdy. And thank you for arranging that, too. Those, those guys are wild. All right. Radio, what happened? That's episode number four. We appreciate you listening, and we hope you tune in next time when we ask the question we ask every guest. Radio, what happened? Mark, Michael Pinder, Graham Edge, Justin Hayward, John Lodge, and Ray Thomas, who I understand are coming back sometime after the first of the year. Moody Blues, it's 87. KNOW, with more summer fun than anyone. KNUS, your Tommy Kramer going Italian tonight and offering you a deal you can't refuse. Tonight, in the world's greatest contest, this is John Denver. When it comes to news, Oklahoma City comes to KMA 2020 news. Just thought I'd kick that off at a... 89 W.